Hello, 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 and welcome back to Hollywood Hero. I'm your host, Layla Palmer, and today I'm back with a podcast where I delve into the lives of the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. So, we are almost at the one-year mark of the pandemic, and in the past week I've been getting reminded a lot of last year's events, like right before we went into lockdown Uh, Specifically from like my Snapchat memories and things like that, I've been getting a lot of reminders from that, which is kind of sad, but, you know, kind of nostalgic at the same time, Um, because I just remember last year before lockdown, a lot of good stuff uh, in my life personally was happening, and then it kind of all abruptly stopped uh, for everyone, not just me. So, and we're almost at the one year mark. It doesn't seem like it's been a year, but it also does at the same time, so I don't know. It's not like things are going to change and feel any different once it hits a year. It's going to all feel the same, just like when it hit the new year and it hit 2021, nothing felt any different, but, you know, last year, around this time, I was spending a lot of time in Philly. Um, I don't live in the city anymore, but I was spending a lot of time there, especially on the weekends, One of my weekends that I spent there, though, I went to a live music show. Um, There were a lot of bands, uh, some solo performers as well, and they were very, very good. Uh, A lot of them were just, like, indie, like, small bands. Um, None of them were, like, super poppy or anything like that. Um, But one of them um, was very, very memorable. I remember right after the show, I was like, who are they? Like, I I never ended up meeting them, but I followed them on Instagram. I had two friends who came with me, and um, they loved them too. They were really, really good. So I reached out to them about two weeks ago. Um, I was like, I want to have you on my podcast. I remember seeing you um, at this show uh, about a year ago, right before everything shut down. And I really, really enjoyed your music. Can I please have you on the podcast? They said, sure. We set something up and we did an interview. So the band is called Low Light. Uh, Low Light is an indie rock band based in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Um, band members Renee Maskin, Daryl and Dana Sellers, Ray Rivera, and Colin Ryan are all from Central Jersey. Known for experimenting with unusual sounds, Low Light has been described as roadhouse chic and even alt country. Today, I want to learn how this five-person ensemble discovered and developed such a unique sound. So, if you want to learn more about Low Light, definitely keep listening. I'm here with Ray and Renee from Low Light. Um, I'm Renee Maskin, and um, I'm the singer and uh, one of the guitar players in uh, Low Light. I'm, uh, I'm Ray Rivera. I play bass and um, make beats on the MPC 2000XL uh, for Low Light. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, so I kind of just want to get started, uh, first off, how did all of you meet? I know I only have two out of all five of you here, but can you kind of just explain that? Oh, I forget when, what, when did we meet? Like 10 years ago, 15 years ago now? It's been a long time. It was a while. It was a while ago. And I, yeah, and I don't remember the actual time that we met, but, uh, I remember, yeah. yeah, I remember what you looked like, but I don't, Ray used to have huge dreads that like came down to like his lower back. I don't know if we first met in Brooklyn, even though we were living in Jersey. I can't remember the first time we hung out. Um, it was a uh, fun machine. Fun machine was when I saw you guys first. 
Um, and that was yeah. in a, a basement in New Brunswick. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I used to yeah. play in a, a crazy band called Fun Machine. We played just like really wild, dissonant, crazy music. Um, and we have a, a circle of mutual friends and, and just started hanging out. And uh, so, yeah, so we've known each other a long time. We've ran in the same friend circles, which happen to be the same kind of musical circles. And then Lowlight started um, and we had a guitar player who moved to uh, Nashville uh, to be a session musician and he's doing very well down there. Um, but then we had a spot in the band and we were like, you know, um, our, our now other guitar player, Daryl was kind of on bass and he was like, I really would like to play guitar. So we had an opening and Ray is one of these dudes who's good at like every instrument. So even though he's not, um, first and foremost, a bass player, um, Ray plays the drums, he plays guitar, he plays the bass, he plays piano a little bit, you know, he kind of does it all. So we were like, hey, Ray, and we all get along. So we're like, you know, come on in. And so here we are. Nice. Um, so so is this the first band? Or, well, I know you already mentioned um, that you were in Fun Machine previously, but uh, Ray, is this the first official band that you've been involved in or were there previous things? Oh, geez. I've been, I've been playing in bands since I was in middle school. So... I don't even know what number band this is, um, but for for a long time, I I took a break from being in bands to learn how to like uh, to make beats and uh, get a little audio audio education, and then I got kind of lonely, and then I wound up in low light and back in a band and again. So. Nice. So what I'm hearing is this is added to the long list of things that you've done. Yeah, yeah. There's there's been some projects. Ray had, a, Ray had a really cool band called Invisible College where he was scratching and playing guitar at the same time and he had like a whole band behind him. He had like a saxophone player. That was you know, a big band. band. Big band. It was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Colin from Low Light was in that band too. Colin was in Fun Machine. Colin. Colin from Fun I, Machine, Colin from Low Light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Colin, my my thing with Colin's really interesting because I first like saw Colin play when he was like in like sixth grade. I'm 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 a, I'm a bit older than Colin. I seen him when he was in sixth grade, and I was like, I'm gonna keep an eye on this kid. This kid's got something. <laughs> and now he's like my my right hand man. Like I can't do anything without Colin. <laughs> so now I kind of want to talk about your sound as a group. Um, one thing I noticed mostly when I saw you guys live about a year ago was how unique your sound is to um, pretty much any other band or solo musicians I've ever heard. Are there any certain musicians that you've listened to that have mainly been a huge influence for Low Light, or is this something totally your own? We like so many things. Um, I, I think what you're hearing is just the conglomeration of, of all the different things that we, we really enjoy. Um, when Low Light first started, we were kind of more doing a, a country, and when I say country, like good, like trying to throw it back to like the good 70s stuff. Um, and just only, 
yeah, outlaw country kind of stuff. And only because um, we were so sick of playing just like wild, crazy music all the time that it was sort of a, a break. Um, but that, now we're kind of like Ray's bringing in his MPC. Um, I, I think what you're hearing, we have a unique sound because we just like everything. Everything from country to avant-garde to, you know, you name it, you know, hip hop to, I don't know, you know, so many things and and uh and just being open-minded about bringing things and different sonic textures that show the uh, so far sounds was cool colin our drummer has a very good um inventive ear for like percussion setups when we can't play full full drum kit so that always lends itself to something interesting and weird and unique and uh yeah something that i enjoy so much about when i listen to your music is that uh you said it's like a it's a mix of so many things that you guys like um and I think that's probably why it sounds so different to me than a lot of things I've listened to because I feel like me personally my music taste is kind of limited I've tried to broaden it um more recently but I feel like your music it's so many different things that I haven't heard so Mm -hmm. it's nice to hear something so different and so new yeah it's nice having all five of us in the band because all five of us have different perspectives and no matter like when we're in the van driving around like in one minute we're listening to like Fela Kuti and then the next minute we're listening to David Bowie and it's like it's just all over the place and it's fun it's fun to keep it mixed up yeah yeah I feel I feel like there's there's artists that we're all into and then there's artists that like only one out of the five of us likes and there's like a, basically like a, a spectrum of like how we feel about that artist or we're just all on board and it's nice because we can kind of meet in a place and then we can bring our individual experience our individual music experience to the table and then kind of just come up with something that's just us i love that so i think i said this before uh, I've only seen you guys perform one time, and that was a great performance. Um, it got me hooked on your music. But one thing I, well, I think I already kind of said this. Um, I noticed when I watched you perform live was how different your band and your kind of vibe was to all the other performers there. Um, and also kind of, I feel like some of the instruments you used also. Um, so are there, I mean, I could be remembering this wrong, but are there some instruments that you guys use that a lot of other musicians don't normally? I think at that show, Colin had what we called the flea market setup, And it almost looks like a, a little table with a bunch of crap that he's selling. But it's like, this, you know, he's hitting those things. And like, yeah. that's his drum set when we have a limited amount of space. And then... I'm trying to think. I I was like pounding on a on a uh, an instrument case, and then I had like a cymbal somewhere that like I hit really loud at some point in the night. <laughs> like we we all got scared for a second. I'm trying, to, but that's that's basically our flea market setup that that you saw us yeah. play. So kind of an but unofficial I, performance setup is what I'm remembering. Yeah, when we have yeah. Lim- yeah limited space or limited. Um, um, microphone or PA capabilities, like smaller room, like we can we could go flea market style, and uh, yeah, and that that's always yeah. Fun. I was 
I was playing the spoons, although I've been, I was playing those on the bigger stages too, but that was mm. like, the spoons were literally like thrift store spoons that they just put into my hands and said, play, play these for the song. <laughs> yeah, we, we get creative. We keep, we like to keep it weird. It, it's fun. And I think people enjoy it too. They're like, why is this person playing the spoons? <laughs> like yeah. these wooden spoons. And I don't play the spoons in like the traditional spoon playing way. I'm just like banging <laughs> spoons together. <laughs> Just kind of going crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think, uh, but yeah, that's that's the flea market setup. Um, live though, uh, I mean, for for bigger venues or for our like our less scaled back show, that's where we have the NPC, which has become like our sixth band member, and that 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 machine. I can't stop speaking the praises of this machine. It was, I it was born in like nineteen ninety something or other, but it's, it's just so perfect, and it's this it's this like perfect blank slate, and you just put whatever you want in there. So, for our live show, I have it set up where there's these, this weird sound that I heard in the woods one day, and I recorded it, and sometimes I'll just push that button, and that'll be going in between songs, and then I got like one of all of our close friends just yelling and that's another button you know i have i have the claps from a loft space in newark new jersey from like 2008 or something just a bunch of friends in a room and i was like everybody clap great everybody stomp great but like in you know when did we, we play last in 2020 but in 2020 those sounds are popping up in a live show so I, that's that's at least what that's what I think that we got that like other people haven't really did. Yeah. I haven't seen other people do and like it's very personalized and it's there's like a machine with inside jokes on it. You know, it sounds like, like a <laughs> sounds like a very fun machine. I I might have to invest in one myself. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there, there's updated versions but there's something about the old clunky one that I have that yeah. is like yeah, the, it's, you know, it's the machine of like, I think, I think, you know, like Dr. Dre was using it in the 90s and Pete Rock. And I know that all like college dropout um, and up to a certain point, Kanye was using it and maybe he still uses it. I know he's using like the ASR or something like that, but um, it's just, it's limited. And because it's limited, you have to, you have to work with it. It, you, you, it thinks like, a millisecond slower than your brain so you gotta kind of be like all right come on buddy come on <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna kind of help it along yeah it's it's quite fun sometimes it gets mad at you right before you're supposed to play and we just <laughs> <laughs> we're just like staring at it I'm just kind of waiting <laughs> yeah i've updated it throughout the quarantine i it was zip discs and now we've gone to SD cards, so I'm like, I'm in this the century with everybody. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's Ray. Are you are you not cold? I'm looking at you, and I'm cold for you. Yeah, you're sitting um, outside. No, I'm do I'm I'm doubled up, and like, and my head's warm. I got a lot of hair down, so my head's nice and warm. And yeah, I spend I I live in the woods right now. And I spend a lot of time just sitting out here, like 
thinking okay. about shit and be, being on these type of calls. Yeah, <laughs> like, keeps you going. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of want to segue into your albums, the actual music. Um, so I know your first official album was released in 2016, and then the next in 2018, and then the most recent one in 2019. Um, how has the process of creating an album changed for you since the release of Where Do We Go From Here, uh, your first album in 2016? Well, we keep growing. And I, I think that um, I, th- I said it back in the day, and, and we keep saying it, if every album gets what we consider to be better in a spectrum of, of different ways, um, we're doing good. Um, so uh, there's a couple in the band, Daryl and Dana, and they just bought a church out in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, they're converting it into a studio. So oh, we're actually working right. on Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, and the acoustics are awesome. So the next record sounds even better than the ones we've done before, which sounded better than the ones we did before. Like sonically, low light keeps growing. And then songwriting wise, I mean, Ray brought in his MPC and then the songs started changing even from, you know, um, Born to Run to um, Endless Bummer, like even having the MPC there, more textures, more sonic layers. Um, Yeah, we just keep expanding. Like, I think also, just to add on to that, like, the more you record, like, with people, the more, like, you understand, like, the characteristics of, like, their playing and their instruments or their voices. And, like, every time you can kind of build on that. And, um, And, like, the closer you get with people, and like the tighter everything gets and the, the more time you spend and the more inside jokes and like it it affects the music i think it affects the music and and like that's that's where i would say like each each record you you go deeper and deeper into that and i, I think you you kind of like you hear it in the in the quality too of the, of the sound for sure i think it's super important that when you you are working with people the closer you do get to them and the more you start to understand about how they work as people you can make better things together as a group um and I think I I definitely um I can I feel like I can definitely hear that um in your music from listening to uh your first album uh to listening to some of your most recent releases I can definitely hear that Um, so I, I most certainly agree. So the title of your first album, Where Do We Go From Here, is also one of the songs on the album. Does that name have any significance or did you just kind of choose it for the album because of one of the songs? Um, it had significance, you know, it was our first album and that was definitely a question in our minds, you know, it's like, uh, it's our first effort, um. So it sort of rang true. Um, Colin hates naming records after songs on the record, so we've been trying not to do that ever since. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that definitely felt like um, a starting point. So, so the name felt appropriate. Um, and then uh, Born to Run came next, which was our... Uh, we like to poke fun at Bruce Springsteen a little bit just because I live in Asbury Park. <laughs> We just like to right. bother. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's all in good fun, but not everybody takes it uh, in good fun. People get really upset at us. Um, <laughs> there was a backlash. There was a backlash. It was pretty funny. 
So this is kind of related to the previous question. Uh, it has to do with song titles. Uh, I've noticed a lot of your song titles are kind of peculiar. Uh, for example, there's Horsefoot, there's Burkhalter, I hope I'm saying that right, um, and California Blue. How do you come up with such unique names for these songs? Oh, we're a bunch of weirdos, you know. Um, Burkhalter is the name of a very obscure character in a movie, The Big Lebowski. You don't even see the character. The name is mentioned once, but uh, Colin is a huge Lebowski fan. He's won a lot of the uh, trivia contests, or like almost won. Um, he, he gets so drunk that he'd start getting out of turn and they would just disqualify. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Um, and uh, so that's where Bert Halter came from. And, and actually, he, he asked me to write a song about the character, which does not get any FaceTime in the movie. Um, Horsefoot, it's just, I like uh, wordplay a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, and I'm a little bit of a weirdo. So it's like the, the last couple words of that song are um, bird hands, which is a wing, dog tooth, which is a fang, and horsefoot, which is a... Uh, it's a, I, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a hoof, but, <laughs> but I don't know. Is it not? <laughs> no, right. The, <laughs> somebody's uh, gonna have to fact check this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a. No, lock. you're you're correct. I was wrong. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we're just playful. You know, um, I think we just we're just playful people. We we like to to get on the weird side of things or just think about things at a different angle i think that's a way more fun way to go about things your cover art for all of your singles and your albums is very beautiful to say the least um does someone in the band work on the cover art or is that an outside um project well one of the things that makes us i think a really good working band is that we try to do everything as many things as we can ourselves so Dana is the one who does most of the artwork um I have done a couple of the covers keeping the style on which she she started with in mind so but she and I both do design uh also so um yeah so she started designing the covers and then the ones that she was like you know um, you want to take a crack at this one, then I, I took it, but kind of working in the same visual style that she was working with. Um, yeah, it's it's helpful. I mean, between me and Dana doing design work and uh, Daryl, who's an audio engineer, um, and uh, and all of us being pretty capable and hands-on, it's, it's, uh, we make our own videos, you know. Um, we try to keep it as much uh, in-house as we can. Yeah, it seems to be working out great i mean it's specifically for the cover art it really is all so pretty i mean you guys are really really talented um so i want to talk about uh the beer that you guys have put out um first of all i think it's so cool that you have a your own beer i don't think i've ever seen anyone kind of make their own alcohol product um i think that's such a cool out of the ordinary thing um but i want to talk about the name of the beer so the name of the beer is voyager yes um so that also happens to be the title of the last track of uh your most recent album endless bummer um why did you decide to name the product 
after this song specifically? Well, it was actually, um, it was a collaboration with a, um, a New Jersey uh, craft beer brewery. And we, we just had a back and forth conversation um, about what kind of beer that they wanted to brew and that like kind of fit our vibe in terms of things we like. And then we hit them up like they wanted to name it after a song. So we had a, a long discussion of like, well, here's songs that we think would um, be a good visual thing to represent on the label and stuff. So it was really like a collaboration with Twin Light uh, Brewing. Um, but yeah, and Voyager is, is such a, a pretty song. It's a little bit of a sad song, so I'm, I'm sort of surprised they went with it, but, um, but, uh, yeah, it's just a pretty song and the, and the label they made, it's a pretty label and, um, it's a cool beer and it tastes good. And it was a really fun collaboration, you know, and, and something that kind of came out of left field. Um, we were working with a record label, Telegraph Hill, and it was sort of their idea. This particular brewery put out a, a beer called Coastline. And they're like, that's close, close to close, Coast Lines, which is one of our other songs. So they kind of got in touch with the brewery. And they're like, how do we collaborate? And so um, they brewed the beer. And then you can scan the can. And it brings to a Spotify playlist that we made of things that we've just been like digging in uh, 2020, 2021 now, I guess. And yeah. uh, it was just fun. It was just like a fun, cool, quirky project, you know, and and we got beer out of it. Um, <laughs> um, so in the past year with COVID kind of messing things up, of course, um, how have you all adapted to making music together? It's been a learning curve. Um, uh, most of the band is still going over to the church to record. I am a little COVID insane, so I've been here in my apartment in Asbury Park, but, but um, I've, Daryl, I, I hit up our engineer guitarist, Daryl, and I was like, well, what equipment do I need to participate to do it from, uh, you know, from a distance, and so he gave me the list, and I've been recording no problem, and I guess Ray could talk about more of what's going on at the church. And... Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's the church element, and then like I'm kind of, before before I was in the band, I was just sitting in a room making music by myself anyway, and just sending it out to people, and then like hoping somebody would rap over it, or sing over it. So I was kind of kind of used to that process. I just hadn't had a reason to apply it to the band. Uh, so like now now that now that it, it all kind of came together with us having to be apart in the beginning um we we based a bunch of stuff off like crap that we did you know all separate and then figured out how to make it something cool um and at the church it's 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 just crazy it's it's a bunch of crazy people in a church like experimenting with sound like it could like it it's a dream, man. In, in many ways, <laughs> like it's to be able to be to like be free with with sound in that way, and to, to have the space to do it. And I don't know. It's yeah, we're just working on music, trying to make it work. I, I would say making it work. Making yeah. it work. I think as yeah. as everyone 
is trying to. I think I was just thinking of it's so cool to imagine just everyone in in your band just in the church uh just making your like insane music like I I mean in a church like that's so crazy to think about um I went down recently and not I didn't get a chance to I I worked on some low light stuff but I just went there and you know worked on beats and I'm like okay this is some low light stuff this is like something I don't know what this is I'm like I just like looked around I'm like I'm making beats in a church this is fucking crazy like this is so weird like there's no way i could have called this you know even when i first joined the band like it's it's yeah that's this is where this is where we're at (laughs) yeah and it's very it's not like it's a it's a big building but it's not like a crazy huge building but it's it's church you know um but it's got these beautiful stained glass windows um we've got a we call it, it's Daryl and Dana's cat, but it's kind of the band's cat. It's Pico, and she, you know you're like playing stuff, and Pico's walking around. It's just like a good vibe up there. Yeah, that you know? sounds it sounds like a good vibe. I mean, you said stained glass windows, and I was I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's an interesting situation. It's like we're this like uh, we're all in house, and then we have this like strange facility. I mean, it's a church, you know. It's a strange church. But it is. It's a strange facility. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, yeah, know. it's on a mountain. You know, it's it's, it's got a vibe. You know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're getting. We're just getting weirder. Well, I love that. I love. I love the weirdness of your group. Um. So, what are your goals as a group for the future? Well, you know. Um, we played some really amazing, incredible big shows before lockdown. We went on tour with Pretenders. We played See Here Now, which is like the biggest New Jersey festival. Um, and then lockdown happened. Um, we've been making a very ambitious record. So at the moment, the goal is to get that record done and out and figure out a way to put it out that we find to be kind of more interesting than just sticking it on Spotify and going like, hey, here's the record. So we've been currently going back and forth with that um but yeah i mean really i don't know if, if ray has more to add but really the goal is just to keep, figure out a way to keep going you know and uh really hoping that uh we can all get vaccinated or covid goes away whatever and then we can get back to playing live like we really love to do you know yeah th- yeah i would say that yeah we just got all like stay alive you know <laughs> we can just stay alive right <laughs> and then, that's a huge part <laughs> yeah i think that's you know like first and foremost we just like stay alive and then we write more music about being alive and it's just like it'll just like go on as long as we could like do those two things like it's a running cycle Stay yeah. alive, write music about being alive. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's that's uh, Barry Gibb, man. That's what that song "Staying Alive" was all about. He's just smarter than. <laughs> yep. I, I don't know. <laughs> he, for, he foresaw COVID in the seventies. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You could you could edit edit this whole part out. No problem. <laughs> no, I'm definitely keep I'm definitely keeping this. In. <laughs> great, great. great. This, this is so how this we, is how you are normally. Yeah. No, we just sit like and like on tour and stuff. We just sit in the van and just figure out ways to make each other laugh. And you know, it's it being in low light's pretty fun. <laughs> So. Well, it sounds fun. I'm I'm honestly jealous. I want to be a part of your group now. <laughs> we have a church, so we'll be like you know having like I don't know some sort of strange ceremonies. We'll just bring in everybody. I don't know. How do we do that? How do we incorporate yeah. church into? I don't know. Well, you know when COVID is over, when 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 COVID is hopefully over soon-ish. Um, one of the ideas about the church was to have people there to come to shows, kind of like the So Far Sounds that we met yeah. or you saw us at, you know, um, so hopefully within time, it'll, you know, good things will keep popping up. We'll see what the live, live music industry does. I, uh, I don't even know if, if you're, if you're listening to this, you can't see the face that I've made after that statement, but <laughs> like what, like I, we, we don't know what's gonna, like, what the fuck is all of this shit? At least we're making records. Like, I think that that's the key, is to just keep making records. Yeah, I mean, live concerts and all of that, we don't know what that's going to look like, if it'll ever look the same or... Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it, we, were, we were gigging bands, too. We, we gigged... Oh, goodness. Yes. Like, constantly, you know? So it, this has been a... It's a hard yeah. stop, you know? You know, it's, it's a weird... It's been a weird year. Well, hopefully things can only go up from here. Those are all the questions I had for today. Uh, thank you guys both so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I've been, like I said, so interested in your band ever since I saw you guys perform live last year. So I'm so, so glad I finally got to speak with you guys and learn more about it. Yeah, um, thanks, Layla. And uh, hopefully we get to speak in person at some point. Yeah, that would, I mean, hopefully... Hopefully we can speak in person and see another live show. Yeah. Hopefully just things get better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to stay up to date with Lowlight, follow them on Instagram at LowlightNJ and listen to their music on Spotify and look out for new music, hopefully coming in the future. That's all I had for today. Thank you so much, Ray and Renee, for joining me. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Hollywood Hero Pod for more updates on the podcast. And I will see you all next episode. Bye. Thank you.